Hey folks, hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. I know it's 12.33 a.m. in the morning here. <clears throat> and um, no apologies, I've just been busy. I've been working. As you can see here, I have my girlfriend right here. You see her? Okay, you want to see her? My girl. This is my baby. It's my boo. She sleeps right next to me. That's her pillow. So we, we're making some magic here. We're doing some great things here. And um, I'm working hard. So, hey, folks, what's going on here tonight? Um, I want to speak about how to become mentally tough. OK, and we're going to call this the warrior mindset. OK, the warrior mindset. And to be very honest with you, I think it's very important to have this type of mindset to be able to navigate the world where it appears or seems that you get your way, okay? Which means that, you know, 90% of the time you get your way and get what you want, okay? How many of you get what you want from the universe? <laughs> uh, how many of you getting what you want from life here? Okay, if you're not doing that, um, I want to talk briefly about it. Mm. <laughs> What's up, Chelly? How are you? And go ahead and comment your names here below. If you're brand new to the rant, this is Wesley, billion dollar virgin. That's my view, but I'm going to go ahead and close it down for a second so I can black it out here. Yes, and I'm a young black man from Houston, Texas, and I am a self made millionaire. Uh, I started off pretty poor, pretty average, like most people. But through educating myself, through perseverance, trial and error, um, really thinking outside the box, I became a self-made millionaire. I'm currently worth over $40 million. I run several digital marketing companies online. I have a nice, attractive real estate portfolio also. But other than that, I'm here to help you win. Okay. I'm here to make you win. I help you to win in life. And I know I talk a ton about money all the time. You know, you may say, well, you're always talking about money. Yeah, because you need it. How many of you need some money? You know, I don't care how much people downplay money. They say, well, money's not everything. Well, money's the root of all evil. And I'm like, well, everybody that I know on the planet need money for something. Got to pay rent, lights. Food, car notes, right? You need money for everything, right? So um, I don't downplay money, but I do want to talk about other topics in life that will help you be able to navigate your life or your current experience of life easier. And I want to talk about how to be mentally tough. How many of, me, how many of you believe that you're mentally tough or that you are a mentally tough person, Okay. How many of you believe that? Just comment below and just say, Wesley, I do. Or maybe you don't. Or you're trying to be a tougher individual. You know? How many of you are mentally tough? Okay. Hey, Story of Samara, how are you? Hey, Dylan. Black American Goddess, how are you? Unknown. We have J-Dub. I'm trying to get there, okay? 
And let me explain what I mean by being mentally tough in the warrior mindset is, and I'm going to talk about myself because obviously I am a mentally tough person and I do have the warrior mindset. And I want to explain it to you because I believe it's necessary not only just to make money, but to be able to navigate the world, you know, people and experiences and things in a way that you're less confused and uncertain about why shit is happening in your life. Does that make sense? Um, so what I do is I've learned how to detach myself from the world. And let me explain that. <sighs> Many of you may feel at times that you're depressed. Many of you, at times, you may feel that you're stressed out, right? Overwhelmed. Some of you feel afraid, afraid of a failure, afraid of the unknown, afraid of starting a business, afraid of relationships, afraid of getting hurt. Make sense? So when I talk about the detachment, what I'm stating is, like, I've taught myself how to detach myself from how I feel as it relates to things that are taking place in my life, materialistic things, or anything. It could be people, it could be experiences, it could be things, whatever. And let me let me let me put this in perspective so you really understand what I mean. If a person comes to me and say that, you know, I'm kind of depressed. Or yeah, at times, you know, I've been through a very deep depression and, you know, just the question I would ask them, and this is how you start to detach yourself, because this is important. Because a lot of people get lost in depression, they get lost in anxiety and stress, and get lost in these sad moments, and they just feel they can't pull themselves out. So I'm going to give you a strategy that's going to blow your mind, okay? It's going to help you. The first question I would ask a person that's depressed, I would say, well, why do you think you're depressed? Like, why do you think you're depressed? Same thing with stress. I'm so stressed out today. And I said, well, why are you so stressed out? And then you would tell me. You'll say, well, this is happening. With, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. This is happening. And, you know, just this, 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 this. Then my next question to you is, well, how long would you like to be depressed? Like, how long? How long would you like to be stressed out? I get it. A lot of things are taking place in your life that are displeasurable. You don't like it. But my next question is, well, how long would you like to be depressed? How long would you like to be stressed out? How long would you like to feel anxiety? And usually when I ask people that question, they're like, mm, how long? I never thought about that. And people don't think that way, right? They never think about how long do they want to feel this emotion that they don't like and that doesn't serve them? I think about it for a second. How many of you, how many of you, you know, sometimes, you know, you think life sucks or life is unfair. My question to you is, well, why is it unfair? You're going to tell me. You're going to tell me all the things that validates why life is unfair. But like I said before, the next question is, well, how long are you going to allow life to be unfair? You get it? See, when you ask that question, 
you begin to realize that you can detach yourself from the emotion that you're feeling. Are you are you folks with me yet? See, if you ask yourself, well, how long you want to be depressed? You may say, oh, well, I don't know. Well, I know you don't know, but if you did know, how long would you like to be depressed? Because the next question is, well, who's making you, like, who's causing you to be depressed? Like, who's causing the stress in your life? <laughs> right, some of you might say, well, it's my significant other, you know. Who's causing this anxiety? Who's causing this sadness? Like, who's allowing this? That's the question I ask people. And when they hear that, they begin to say, uh, I guess it's me. And it is you. Do you realize that even when you're so-called depressed, stressed out, overwhelmed, it's up to you to determine how long you're going to feel that way? Like, it's up to you. It's totally up to you how long you're going to be sad and piss poor and feeling like shit as relates to your life. Are you with me here? (laughs) Well, that's the warrior mindset. See, the warrior mindset, basically, this person has discovered that everything that happens in his or her life It's nothing but perceptions, opinions. It's either your opinion or other people's opinion. You may say you're depressed. That's your opinion. Why? Because I may look at you and say that you're blessed. You may say that you're broke. I may say you're not broke. You just don't have money in your bank account, but that doesn't make you broke. Does that make sense? You may say, well, I'm a loser. I say, well. Maybe you're not a loser. Maybe you're just going through a period where you're not winning. And maybe you're winning. Maybe you're just learning. What I I want all of you to understand is every, the way that you feel about anything in life, it's nothing but your opinion. Because there's somebody that's going to say, that the opinion that you're feeling about yourself is wrong. You may say, I had a bad day today, man. I had a tough day. And another person may ask you, you had a tough day? Like the entire day? 24 hours? Like you didn't have one hour in your day that went well? I mean, you woke up. Did you eat some food? So you ate food for about 15 minutes, right? Did you feel good while you were doing that? You took a dump. Did you feel good while you were doing? Does that make sense? So, are you are you guys with me here? Okay. Listen, I want you to learn to detach yourself <laughs> from the world. The world is nothing but opinions and perceptions. That's all what it is, honestly. Now, this is kind of a deep conversation, you know, and I get it. A lot of you are not going to really understand this, and many of you are not going to even do it because many of you, you love to feel. Like, you like to feel sadness and depression and hurt and pain, even though you say you don't, but you do, especially women. We'll talk about that later. 
But the people that rule the world, okay, the powerful forces on the planet, these people have detached themselves from the world. Which means is that any given time, it doesn't matter what happened in, a, in these people's lives, they know how to reframe it in a way that it serves them. Does that make sense? Let me say that one more time so you get it. You have people on the planet, not just me, powerful forces, very successful, rich, wealthy people. They strategically know how to turn any situation, any, anything that happens to them. And I'm talking the most heinous crime to scamming to divorce. Somebody cheated on them. They lost money. These people, people that filed bankruptcy, these people can strategically detach themselves and they'll reframe any situation as long as long as it, as it serves them. That means that they're going to reframe it in a way that it makes them feel good. You get it? And I'm talking about people that lose a job. People get terminated, right? Say if you've been in the place for five, ten years, and they terminate you. Well, these people, they'll look at it as a blessing. They'll look at it as an opportunity. I mean, automatically. Some people have a terrible divorce, right? You've been with a person 10, 15 years. Well, these people, within days, they're over it. They say, well, thank God for the divorce. Man, I'm free. Now I can do what I want to do. <laughs> you get it? The, the people that have the war of mindset, they don't spend too much time in sadness, almost no time. I'm just sharing something with you here. Like me, I don't spend any time in sadness. People ask me, do you get sad? No, I have not. And <laughs> listen, it's not... It's not like nothing in my life will ever cause me to be sad. But it's nothing in my life that I believe that I should allow myself to feel that emotion of sadness. Or hurt, or pain, or crying, and whining, and bitching, and complaining. Does that make sense? But see, this is the warrior mindset, folks. I mean, it's not a lot of people that are like this, you know. Many people... Sadness every day. You have women on here that cry every single day. You got men on here that complain and bitch about something. Their job, co-workers, their boss, their woman, their life, their kids, whatever, right? So the world mindset is very uncommon, okay? It's not pervasive on the planet. But I want to share with you because I would like you to adopt it if you're interested, because once you have this mindset, let me, then let me give you this as well. <laughs> Don't persecute me for saying this. But, you, but then, watch this. Listen. Then you realize that life is nothing but a game. Life is a game, young people, I'm telling you. It's a game because some people in life win. You know, some people get what they want. Most of the time. And you have another group of people, they lose. Am I right or am I right?
Life is nothing but a game, man. Every day. Every day when you playing the game, you either playing the game and you're losing or you playing the game to win. And the question is, how do you win? Like, I win almost all the time. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you how. Because I set up the scenario to always win. Let me go deeper. You know, let me give you a a practical example. Say if a man talks to a girl, okay? And the girl says, no, I'm not interested. The average man will respond and say, well, fuck you anyway. Well, you're a bitch. Or, well, you weren't that pretty anyway. And I don't even care. Whatever. You know? But let me tell you what the warrior mindset God does. When a woman says, no, I'm not interested. He says, well, you're lost. I'm sorry to hear that. Because you just lost You just lost out. So he feels that she lost. Like automatically. She lost. Are, are you with me here? What I'm saying is. The man with the warrior mindset, he sets up the scenario that he wins. I'll give you another example. Like I filed bankruptcy maybe 15 years ago. Okay, bankruptcy. Right? Wasn't that smart. Should never done it, but I did it. But let me tell you what I did. When I filed bankruptcy, I said, this is not going to affect me. It's fine. Because I got what I wanted. I needed my vehicle back. It was a mechanical lien on it. And bankruptcy was the only option to get my car back. And I got it back. Now, even though this bankruptcy is on my credit, I'm still going to get what I want. I'm still going to get an apartment. If I can get a car, still going to get it. Listen, I still got a place to live. I still got a car. The crazy part, it didn't affect me at all, aside from my credit. But it didn't affect me as it relates to getting what I want. Now, now now listen, why did that happen? Because I set the scenario up for me to win. How do I do that? (laughs) I'm telling you. Let me tell you why. Because if you file bankruptcy, it's your opinion that you have ruined your life. Most of you. Like if you have an eviction in your credit, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to get Nothing. I can't get a place anymore. If you had a felony, right? You're like, oh, I can't get a job. I can't get nothing. But what I want you to understand, that's just your opinion. It's not fact. It's not the truth. Some of you are like, oh, I can never start a company again. I lost all my money. I'm not, I'm not ever. I'm not ever doing this again. Ever again. <laughs> Does that make sense? Right, And now you debilitate yourself from ever starting a company in that niche or that genre or that industry. Are you folks understanding what I mean by the warrior mindset? The warrior mindset, he or she sets up the game to win. Okay. Like, he sets up the game to win. Like, life, he sets it up that he wins all the time. Period. How? By reframing everything 
that happens to him in his life or her life that is meant to discourage him, make him sad, disappointed, depressed, or whatever, he's going to reframe it that it serves him, that it makes him feel good. You get it? Because that's all that matters. See, what matters is not what other people say. It's if you choose to believe what they say. That's the problem with people. People tend to believe what other people say about anything. Like anything. (laughs) You got bad credit, you can't get nothing. Then you just believe it. You got a felony, you can't get you can't get a job. You just believe it. Okay? Because you heard it. And you heard other people's experiences. Well, you saw Jimmy, that happened to him, he lost all that money in that company. Don't do it. Don't do network marketing, don't do internet marketing, you lose a ton of money. These people are liars. And you just believe it. Are you folks with me? <laughs> Listen. The warrior mindset, he's a very, or she is a very calm and an emotion, a, a very stolid person, like just very unemotional. Okay. And it's not that he doesn't have emotions, he chooses and selects when he or she decides to share those emotions. See, the warrior mindset, he's very calm. She's calm. Okay. It's not very reactive to things that take place on the planet. He or she is very calm in chaotic environments. Now, you know, when people are acting crazy or this and this, this going on, it's very calm. A man or a woman with a warrior mindset, he's like a stoic. It almost appears that nothing affects this person in a negative emotional way. You ever met anyone like that before? It's like nothing gets under their skin. They always calm. It could be chaos all around, but this person is calm, cool, collected. The question is, why is that? Let me tell you why. It's not because the chaos is not happening, but he is not concerned with the chaos. I give an example. Like, say if I'm going back and forth with a woman screaming at me or whatever, I can be very calm. And the reason why I'm calm, because I'm not concerned about the chaos that's taking place with this individual. Okay, And I'm not internalizing what this person is saying to me. Are you folks with me here? Let me pause for a second. Any questions for me? Okay. Any questions about how to, how to become mentally tough here? I'm doing my best to explain it and to articulate it in a way that you get it. I'm not sure if you are. Okay. But... I want you to begin to detach yourself emotionally from everything that you perceive that is happening in your life. 
I want you to understand that it's nothing but conjecture. It's not fact that your life is broken. It's not a fact that you're broke. It's not a fact that you're depressed and hurt and in pain and suffering and stressed out. It's not a fact. It's just your opinion. Get it? That's all what it is. I'm telling you, you got you to go deeper. You know, when I start thinking like this, oh, God, like 10 years ago, I mean, like, oh, I was like, oh, my God, I get it. I get it. I figured out life, man. Like, honestly, I have literally figured out life. Okay? I understand life so deeply. And let me tell you why. Because you might say, well, what's your how? How? What do you mean you figured out life? Let me tell you why. Because I have the ability, listen, and I have the power to choose how things affect me. See, that's the power. Like, I, I can choose. Like, some people might say, well, like, you had a funeral. Why are you not crying? Because I choose not to. Well, you just lost a million dollars. Why are you not pissed off? Because I choose not to be pissed off. You just lost your job, man. What are you going to do? Why are you not upset at your boss? Because I choose not to be upset at the boss. You get it? Are you with me here? It's just a choice. That's it. And some way, somewhere as we live life, we forget that we do have choices. We forget that we allow things. Are we allowed to feel in a way that doesn't serve us because we feel that we should feel that way? See, a lot of you feel if I took your iPhone and I threw it in the air and it hit the ground and broke, many of you will feel that it's very legitimate and valid for you to get upset at me and be pissed off, mad at me, hit me, fight me, whatever. Does that make sense? Now, you have to think for a second. Why? Why do you feel that you must respond that way? It's because of how you feel about the phone, the act, and what happened in that moment. You feel disrespected, right? You feel that I did something or took something away from you that you valued. But you never think for one second, okay, this man just smashed my phone. You know, why did he do that? And then, does it really matter? Because think about it for a second, folks. Listen. Like, say if I, say if you hit me, fight me, curse me out, you still got to replace your phone. I give you a good example. Let me give you a better example here. Listen. Okay, because I want you to get this. I remember I drove my Maserati. That's when I had a white Maserati at the time, and I went to the gym. 24-hour fitness. And, you know, get my workout on, get my swole on, you know, pumping these arms up, just chest, these legs, these thighs, you know. And I'm leaving the gym, I'm walking out, and 
my car is parked in the back, okay, to the far back of the parking lot. And I go back, and when I get to the car, I notice there's glass all over the ground. And then I look up, and I notice at the back window of my Maserati, someone broke into my vehicle. Two-story, by the way. And I thought to myself, to the key word, I thought. Many of you don't think, you just react. I said, wow. Somebody broke the window of my Maserati. I said, oh, well, let me go get a tow truck so they can tow it to the dealership to get it fixed. That's exactly what I said. I didn't say, oh, my God, I can't believe they did this. Why would they do me? Because you have to think for a second. All those questions don't even matter. Like why somebody did it to you. You can't believe they did it to you. Why me? Blah, blah, blah. They say have better security in the parking lot. Hey, listen, all those questions don't even matter. And as a matter of fact, those questions lead you to a feeling of pain. And then pain becomes anger. Then you get livid. Does that make sense? But I just chose not to do that because, see, feeling that way didn't matter to me. See, it didn't matter how upset I would get because I had no one to be upset at. But then what happens, if you're not careful, you'll be upset at the gym owner. You'll be upset at the, the gym staff. Twenty-four. Hey, why you guys don't got cameras? Blah, blah, blah. I don't have this. And it's not their fault, obviously, right? They didn't steal your car. They didn't break the window. But now you start to be very pervasive with your anger. And now you are angry at your significant other. I can't believe they did this and everything just triggers you. Listen, the warrior, okay, well, he just get it fixed. Because what else are you going to do? That's exactly what you're going to do anyway. See, the warrior mindset, he just bypasses all the unnecessary emotions. Makes it just bypasses it. Now I get it. A lot of you can't do that. You know, and all of you never will do this, honestly. And that's why many of you will always have these, you know, these lives of confusion, uncertainty, don't know what you want, you're afraid, you're scared of this, scared of that, you feel failure, you feel the unknown, you're tired of being broke. You know, doing all types of drugs to make you feel a certain way. And that's sad. That's just so sad. But the people that choose to adopt this mindset to become mentally tough, well, you, my friend, will, will rule the world. Okay? You will. You will rule the world. Because you realize that you have the power to perceive what affects you and what doesn't affect you. It's all up to you. Okay? Did that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, here?
Any questions for me? Any questions about becoming mentally tough? Now, listen, it's going to take some practice. That's why, listen, I share with you folks to read and be a student of living. You know, I, I talk about being a student of success, but be a student of living. Like as you live life, be a student of living and learn how to live your life in a way that you experience the emotion that you want most of the time. And realize that you control and you have total dominion and power over that emotion. You know, when people say, well, you made me mad, you made me, you made me, you you have to be careful when people say, you make me, you make me feel, you make me, you make me, you make me. Listen, let me tell you something. No one can make you feel nothing. What's happening is you are allowing this person to compel you to feel that way. You, you're choosing to feel that way based off what you allow are you with me here? Nobody can make you mad. They're making me mad. They're making me mad. <laughs> you just make me so angry. You piss me. Really? Nah. You're allowing it. Based off what a person says or what they do. And you interpret that a certain way. It's all about your interpretation. Another word for interpretation is all about how you frame it. Okay? Any questions for me? I'm pretty sure you guys have some astute questions that you want to ask here. Ask away. Ask away. Now, you see why I have the more your mindset? You get it? See why? Because nothing tends to bother me. It just, it just doesn't. And if it does, the refractory period of that thing bothering me doesn't last long. It's very spasmodic. Okay? Like, I'm not sitting, laying in my bed, thinking about my life, thinking about what I haven't done, thinking about who hurt me, who did this, who did this. Why? Because it's futile. It's just useless to think that way. Because it doesn't even matter. It's not productive. It is not conducive to the man that I'm becoming. Are you with me? Save this live, please. I will. How many of you would like me to save this live? Now, listen, you got to listen to it again, because I don't think I did the greatest job explaining this. But like I said, I'm not writing this stuff down. I'm just I just go live and I I think about a topic and I do my absolute best to explain it to you in a way that you will understand it. Because I would like you to navigate the world that life happens the way that you want life can happen. Like, I want you to navigate the world that life happens the way that you expect it to happen. Does that make sense?
and you can. Okay? I'm here to tell you that you can because I'm doing it. I manipulate the world the way that I want to see it. I don't allow other people to jade or to construe my thinking or my perceptions of my reality. And I don't care what they say. I don't care what they do. I always paint a picture of what I want and I paint a picture or I interpret a situation so that it serves me. You get it? Let me ask you some questions here. When do you write your book? <laughs> I know I should write a book. I know I should, trust me. And I've been thinking about this. I truly believe the world deserves a book from Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. But it's so much that, that I don't know. Now, one thing about me, I want you guys to understand something about me as well. Like, I'm not a paragon of knowledge as it relates to, like, you know how some people are very versatile and very dynamic, are they very astute in just different topics? Like, some people can talk about politics. Some people can talk about science, history. I'm not that guy. It's funny, one area in life that I'm very prolific in and that is mindset, human behavior, manifestation and anything that deals with the brain, the mind and why we do what we do and how to get yourself to do what you want to do and how to get what you want from the world. Because to me, that's all that matters. I mean, everything else, politics, it doesn't matter to me. Like whoever's the president, I mean, it is what it is, right? Got to roll with it. Um, for me to be super educating in history, I don't know. I mean, many people can argue about that and why history is so important to know, but I don't, like history is the past. I don't understand why the past is so important. I get it that the past made the future, but where I am right now, my past, my past doesn't make my future what creates my future is what's taking place in my present moment. And if you want to get deeper, my present is my future. Like right now, this is my future. Right now, I'm creating it right now. It's happening. Does that make sense? So when I write this book, I'm not going to write, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to write one of these books that quotes all this science from the past. And well, this person did this and, Napoleon Bonaparte did this in 17... I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to share my philosophy. And you're either going to like it or love it. Okay? But I don't know when. I guess I'll do it when I choose to do it. When I feel that the world is ready for me to write a book. Because the book that I'm going to write... It's going to be great, but it's going to be disturbing. <laughs> Because I'm going to keep it real. I mean, honestly, I'm going to keep it very real because, listen, this is no flex, no cap. Like, I am living a perfect life. 
like a perfect life. Now you might say, well, Weston, how are you living a perfect life? No one can live a perfect life. But you have to understand the word perfection is defined by who? Like what makes something perfect? You ever thought about that? Like what makes something perfect? People never think that they can create the definition of perfection. Perfection could be getting better every day. Perfection could be learning every day. Perfection could be I'm always seeing the world optimistically. Make sense? Yeah. What's next here, folks? Any questions for me? What's next? Talk to me. So listen, if I would tell you, I want, listen, open your mind for a second. If I would say all of you are perfect, exactly who you are. You won't believe it. Like if you're perfect, you know, I say, hey, you're perfect. Because <laughs> some of you might say, well, if I'm perfect, that means that I don't have to change. But that's just your opinion. Like perfection doesn't mean that you don't have to change. Perfection doesn't mean that you can't learn anymore. But see, that's just your opinion. You get it? But the reason why I want to share and entertain the idea of being perfect because I think that people berate themselves too much. They keep telling them, oh, I'm not perfect. Well, I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect person. I can't give you everything you want. I'm just not perfect, okay? I'm not perfect. I'm a human being. <laughs> it's like people try to explain to other people why they're like not the best. And that's bullshit. Okay? You know, they're always trying to explain to people why they would never perform in the way that they would like to perform. So I'm sorry, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm letting you know right now, I'm going to make mistakes, okay? Like you're saying, like, why would a person state that they will make mistakes? I'm not saying that you would never make mistakes, but why would you state it? Like, why would you say that? You know, I make mistakes. I'm just a human being. <laughs> right? There's so much, learn I mean, I'm telling you folks, knowledge is the precursor to experience. You know, It's just so much information in the world. And I'm here to tell you that you can create your own beliefs. You can believe whatever you want to believe. If you want to believe that you're unhappy, then you're unhappy. You want to believe that you're broke, then you're broke. You want to believe that you're ugly, you ugly. You want to believe that you're beautiful, you're beautiful. You want to believe that you're the greatest ever, you are. Believe that you're greatest of all times, you are. If you want to believe that you're depressed, you are depressed. If you want to believe that you have anxiety, well, you do. Does that make sense? It's up to you, man. It's totally up to you. It is totally up to a human being 
on how they construct their reality. I'm, I'm telling you, listen, we we have 90 to 95% total power on our personal experience called reality. Maybe 5% is not under our control, okay? Like we can't control who's going to get cured from cancer. We can't control the tree that grows in the ground. We can't really control that. Right? But that's just about 5% of the deal. Everything else is us. Everything else that we do on the planet, how we think and how we feel, that's all our responsibility. Okay? (laughs) It is. Hey, any questions for me? And I, I am, I'm really going to consider writing a book sooner than later. I promise you. I, I will. I'm going to consider that. I'm going to consider. I promise you. <sighs> Questions for me. Mm, that yawn was amazing. It felt so good to yawn. Mm, did I just, listen, did I tell you how grateful I am right now? I'm just so grateful for you. Just for life, just today I had a great workout, man. I worked out for two hours and then I did Pilates and it was fascinating. And then I came home and I worked for about mm, eight hours. I'm writing copy right now. Restructuring the entire supplement offer that I'm creating. I had to scrap everything. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. So now I'm working on it and I'm loving it. Okay. Wes, is this requiring calm nerves or is all mind control? Just mind control, man. Because think about it. How do you calm your nerves? You know when people say, it's insane what people say, you know. Now that I'm older and much more wiser and educated, you know, when people say, you get on my nerves. Like, what, where did that come from? I mean, how can a person get on your nerves? Which nerves are we talking about? Because we have a lot of nerves in the body. Like what nerves? What nerves are you talking about? You see how people just, we just say things. You get on my nerves. You broke my heart. You broke my heart? You hurt me to the core. You hurt me deeply. Just look at the adverbs and adjectives we use to describe our experience and honestly it's always going to be like this it's only a very small few of people that will really understand the effects of their language and the words that they use and these idioms and phrases that we use to describe our human experience here and I'm going to tell you something man I've just mastered it. I, I really have. I've, I've, ma- and I'm still mastering. See, to master something is to realize that you're always mastering the information. Like you never know it all, right? So a master realizes when you become a master of something that to remain a master, you have to continue to learn because that's what masters do. They're always learning. Always. Okay. Questions for me, please. 
questions here. Wesley, I need 5K for the 7th of November. Do you have any suggestions on how I can raise money? My weekly paycheck is, an, is enough considering the time. You said it is enough or isn't enough? Well, my man, if you need to raise the tea corn, I can tell you how to raise 5K, but you probably won't do it. It depends on how bad you need it. If you need $5,000, go knock on 5,000 people's doors and get a dollar. <coughs> and I get it. You may say, that just sounds ridiculous, Wes. But listen, it depends on how bad you need the money and what you need the money for. Do you know if, God forbid, your child was sick and you need five grand, I don't think it would be that difficult for you to get five grand because if you didn't get five grand, then your kid, God forbid, would pass away. I'm sure you'll find a way. You wouldn't need to ask me that. Many of you just don't realize how um, resilient you are and how ambitious you are and motivated. Right? You don't even realize it. The problem is you don't have a gun to your head. Like if you had a gun, if I say, hey, do this, or I'm going to shoot you, you'll do it. Work out for a month, or I'm going to shoot you. You'll do it. Work in your business every single day after work. I'm going to shoot you in the head. You'll do it. <laughs> right? What I'm saying is everything that you require is already inside of you. It's there. If you properly ignite or motivate whatever needs to be motivated within you or whatever needs to be ignited within you, it's nothing that you can't do. But as people, we don't give ourselves credit. We think that we can't do anything. A lot of you think you're lost. Listen, if I was your mentor, if I was mentoring you personally, you're either going to succeed or quit with me. Period. You're either succeed or you're going to quit. I've had many people that quit. They couldn't hang. They stopped. And you know why they stopped? Because they're losers. I mean, that's what quitters are. They're losers. People that quit are losers. And when you just stop, you quit, you justify why you quit. I mean, it's a loser to me. Especially if you get a mentorship from a self-made millionaire. And obviously, you're going to be uncomfortable. I mean, it's just... Everybody wants me to mentor them all the time. I mean, all the time. Wesley, show me how to do this. Wesley, show me how to do this. Wesley, 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 show me, show me, show me. Please be my mentor. And I'm thinking to myself, man, you don't want me to be your mentor. You'll be in tears. I'll have your ass in tears. You know how many times Ariella, like she's the young lady that is the VP of my company. She's my number two. You know how many times... Ariella was in tears dealing with me <laughs> in the beginning of the mentorship. I can't count how many times this woman cried. I made her friends cry. Because obviously, you know, if you're a young lady and you were a multimillionaire, the friends, they want to be close to you too. Maybe he can help me out, right? Maybe he can help me out. <laughs> 
I remember one of her friends it was in Mexico. Boy, I had that woman ran to the bathroom crying her little heart out. Crying like a baby. And it's not because I have an intention to hurt people emotionally. I just tell people the truth. And they know it's the truth. That's why they're hurting. See, this is why I'm so effective because I just give it to you raw, to you the truth. And you know it's the truth. That's why you get offended. Like some of you get offended, you get mad at me or whatever, because you know it's the truth. I mean, who wants to hear the truth? <laughs> Look, everybody says, just give me the truth. Just tell me what it is. And when I tell you, mm, it hurts. All right, but pain is necessary for progress. Okay? Any more questions for me? Questions here. Hey, folks, are you getting value here? Mm. Let me see here. Any questions? Did you learn something here tonight? How many of you are willing to adopt the warrior mindset? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Many of you will say yes, but almost 90% of you would not. You're not going to do it, trust me. You're just not. For a variety of reasons. You're not going to be mentally tough a lot of you it's just not just because you don't get it yet the people that will actually adopt this way of thinking are the people that will listen to this audio like at least 20 times right I mean you'll listen to it 20 times plus right the people who are not serious, they just listen to it one time. and like, oh, okay, I get it. But you don't get it. You don't. Why? Because unconsciously, unconsciously, you don't think this way. You don't, you don't have the warrior mindset. Right? Unconsciously, everything affects you. Most things affect you. Are the, what you say, the big things, the important things. Well, the important things, that's what really affects me. But my question to you is, why is something so important? Why are some, like, how do you measure the importance of certain things that take place in your life? You ever thought about that? You know, when people say, well, these are, this is a big thing in my life. I got a big problem. Like, how do you measure that problem? Like, how do you know that it's big versus small? You don't even know, right? It's just based how you react and how you feel to it, which is totally controlled by you. You just forgot, but I'm here to remind you. Okay? Mm. <laughs> Billion dollar Wesley, what's good? What's a good stock right now? Mm, I don't know, no stocks. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just into index funds. I think it should buy right now. Um, I bought like $50,000 worth of index funds. I said, I'll buy more. Like, I'm going to spend a lot of money. I'm, spend, I'm probably going to spend a half a million dollars in the next week on index funds. 
because I'm getting ready to make some moolah. You know, right now the world is in panic. You know, it's just so, it's just so disheartening. It's just, and it's like people don't see it, right? Like they don't see the signs. They don't see the patterns of the world. I just notice patterns. You know, when everybody gets afraid, people don't want to spend money, right? The economy is shifting. Gas prices are increasing. Stock market is crashing. And everybody, you know, from a psychological standpoint, everybody just get scared, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's going to happen? What do I do? Let me keep my money. I can't spend my money. Don't spend the money. And you have another group of people who are looking at you and they're buying up everything. And these are the people that get richer off the downfall of the economy. But see, poor and average people, they don't think that people get rich off the downfall. You don't know. What do you mean, man? You got to hold your money. You got to keep your money in your bank. You know, one of my friends texted me the other day. Man, you got to keep your money right now, man. Don't spend your money on nothing. Hold your money. And unfortunately, he just doesn't understand finances or the world like I do. Listen. I mean, to me, it's just so obvious, so common sense. When everybody's trying to hold on to money because they think the market is failing, which means the stocks are going down, what makes you believe that those same stocks are not going to go up? Like, I think we've all lived and seen the stock market do exactly what it's doing right now. My God. I mean, then you just still don't get it. You just feel like, well, but what if it goes down? What if I lose my money? <laughs> Scare mentality. But yeah, I'm going to make a couple of million dollars. Maybe I'll show you guys. You know, I'm going to see if I can make about three million real quickly off this economical crisis here. So-called economical crisis. I don't know. I don't feel the crisis is fine to me. But... This is why the rich get rich and the poor gets poor. Because the poor and average, they're afraid. Okay? Questions here. <laughs> he said, out of the 5,000 doors, I'm going to knock on your penthouse door right now. Yeah, i give you a dollar. I mean, if you find out where I live, I mean, if you figured it out, i give you a dollar for sure, my man. Absolutely. Tea corn. But in all seriously, my man, if you want to make $5,000, chunk it down. Find something to sell that you can make $150 a day. Right? $150 a day is almost it's almost, it's almost $500, $5,000 a month. So if you can make $150, $175 a day by selling something, then... Be good. What's next here? And, you know, it's just that easy. But the problem is you just won't do it. It's a problem with all of you. Like success, making money. It's all easy, man. It really is. You know, it took me a long time to understand how easy, how 
did this to make money. The reason why it's easy because you just got to do what's necessary to make it. But your issue is you folks are not willing to do it. You know, you don't want to like, you know, like my guy T. Corn and say, hey, you want $5,000, go get up and convince 5,000 people why they should give you a dollar. But he won't do it. He won't do it for whatever reason. He's just like, nah, man, I ain't doing that. I ain't knocking on people's door. I mean, you know, just automatic. Just, people just, you know, they're just not willing to do what it takes because they're too busy living in the matrix, doing what everybody else would do. See, most people won't do that. Most people would not knock on people's doors and ask for a dollar to get 5000 But it's always going to be some abnormal person that will do it. I'm telling you, it's always a person that would do what you're not willing to do. And you might think they're crazy. Like, they think Kanye West is crazy, right? They think he's crazy, ridiculous, silly, emotional, and whatever. But this man is making billions of dollars. This man is selling shoes and releasing shoes every week. And you are buying it from the same man you call crazy. Yeah, how does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. You're one of the top five people who has encouraged me to make this move. Thank you, Fig Lamb. I'm glad to be a part of the five that you listen to. <sighs> Wes, I can see you doing this with your own TV show. You have a huge audience tuning in like clockwork. Hey. Listen, it's funny you say that because that's exactly what's happening. You know, I've, t- I've spoken about this before, but folks, I'm going to have my own reality show. I'm going to have hundreds of millions of people that's going to tune in every week. Just listen to what I'm saying. I'm telling you, like I already know what it's going to be about. I'm going to be myself. And every person I come in contact with, I'm going to change their lives through my conversation. You'll see. It's going to be mind-blowing. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's already in the works. Done. It's going to be called the Wesley Billion Dollar Version Show. You know, that's it. Show by me. Helping others win. You'll see. And people are going to love it because of my insane approach. To things. You'll see. And listen, if you don't believe me, don't worry. Hey, you don't gotta believe it. I'm just I'm letting you know what it is. Oh, this is why I spend so much time by myself right now because it's gonna be a time, man. I'm not gonna be alone, man. I mean, can you imagine being on a hundred million people's TV screens and phone screens on a weekly basis? There's no more privacy. Right now I got privacy. Right now, I can kind of move around like I need to without security and without too many admiration from fans. I get a little admiration every once in a while. At least once a week, somebody sees me from the Internet. But imagine getting that admiration every day, every second. Yeah, I can't wait, by the way. So uh, you'll you'll see it happen. I mean... Listen, you, you all, you'll just see it happen. When you see Wesley Billion Dollar Version Show, the reality show, and you just see me at the penthouse on TV doing my thing, uh, just remember, 
to just remember me sharing this with you on the rant here. Okay? Hey, Trans Infinity, how are you? <laughs> mm, I know you got. Let me ask you a question here. By the way, that was a great yawn again. It felt good. Um, how many of you going to tune into my show? I'm just curious. Just comment below. I'm tuning in, Wes. I'm just curious. How many, how many of you are going to tune in to the Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin show? Uh, well, thank you, Fitting Glam, Chrissy. You know what? Listen, I don't know why, but I feel that somebody on this live right now is going to hit one of their goals tomorrow, which is today. I don't know who it is. I just have this intuition that somebody is going to hit a goal that's going to be so fantastic. It's going to be so just out of the blue. And they're going to hit it. And they're going to reach out to me and say, Wesley, you won't believe what happened. I don't know who it's going to be. I just can feel that somebody is going to have a major breakthrough in business. Somebody going to leave their job. Somebody going to probably find the woman of the man of their dreams. I feel it. So what I'm sharing with you, whoever you are, because you probably know who I'm talking about. Keep your eyes open tomorrow. It's a big day for you. Okay? It will be coaching better than Ayala Fix My Life. Oh, of course. Let me tell you something. I love Ayala, but Ayala don't have nothing on Wesley Billion Dollar Version. Zero. Listen, I have what is called the it factor. I know how to deep dive into the minds of people deeply it's a skill i've learned how to do it right you'll see you'll see when the show's airs like a yala mm -mm. nah that show is not even on tv anymore it's done ayala is cool but she doesn't have the ick factor it's not that many people who got it and listen i know i got it I just know, man. Even from my boot camp, when I used to run a boot camp here in Houston, Texas, I had, imagine 200 people. It was more women than anything out there being trained by me. 200. Because the energy was insane. Anybody that had been out to the park when I was training, the energy... Like, we had people that would just watch us. We had people that would just pull up and just muse and gaze just to see what is this man doing? How did he do? What is he? Who is this man? This is not a man. This man, this is a superpower. 
telling you. You can see those videos on YouTube as well. What's next here? Questions for me. Let's check in here. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, Fitting Glam, she says she has a very important day tomorrow. Maybe it was you. Hey, Grace, how are you? Any more questions for me before I let you go? I think I'm going to sleep for two hours, and then I'm going to work. The work that I'm currently doing is very tedious, but it's going to allow me to make $10 million a month. And you know what? I'm not just talking just to... Just just in case you think I'm just talking, I'm going to show you. You know, once I hit it, it's go, it'll be before January. Once I'm bringing in this type of cash, I'm going to show you the accounts. I'm going to show you the merchant accounts so you can see the live sales. $10 million a month. Like, imagine making $10 million per month. Seems like a lot of money, doesn't it? Are you planning on getting married soon? No, not at all. To be very honest with you, marriage at this point is a waste of my time. Because to be married, or even to be with a woman, it just takes the energy. And I'm not willing to share the energy with a woman right now. I don't have the time. I just don't, I don't even want to do it, honestly. And listen, I'm not being mean to women. I love women. But I don't want any distractions right now. And I don't want to pour any energy to no woman right now at all. Okay? Period. What makes you different to the other people? Well, the first thing, Addison, that makes me different is I would never write the letter U for Y-O-U. I want you to notice what you typed in the comments below. And I want you to think to yourself, why did you do that? Like when you when you know you could have just wrote out why were you, but you chose to do you. And let me tell you why you did that, Anderson, because you're lazy when it comes to language. And most of you are. I'm not just picking on you, Anderson. It's most of you, you're just so lazy in language. How you speak, how you talk, how you write, how you text, you're lazy. And um, I know some of you think that it's insignificant. Oh, it's not going to matter. It's not a big deal, Wes. Oh, it is. And the only reason why it's a big deal is because you want to be a master. Like to be a millionaire, you got to be a master of something. You got to be really good at something, whatever that is. And to be a master of something, you have to really pay attention to what you're doing and what you're not doing. Okay? How is your best friend? Who? Who, Herman? He's good. Don't you got an Asian boo thing, Wes? <sighs> Not anymore. We, you know, I love her. But we decided to cut ties. You know? And sometimes that's what you got to do, young people. You got to cut ties for whatever reason. And at this point, 
me, I'm better off being by myself. And I love it, by the way. And like, I'm not over here lonely, folks. I mean, honestly, it's just, um, I just, I want to be alone. Okay, I want to work. That's what I want to do. And I already told you, I got a girlfriend right now. I have no, I don't have any room for any more girlfriends. I have two. Laptop number one, laptop number two. They're consuming my life right now. So I just have no energy for another person in my life. Not right now. Maybe in two to three years, maybe. I don't know. But not right now. Right now, I can taste the gold, man. I got a desire. And I love when I'm like this because just the nights and the amount of time and the trial and error that is necessary for you to do what I'm about to do. And we're talking about a minimum of three to ten million a month. Um, yeah. I'm just excited about that. Okay. The one you took to Greece? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, her. She's a lovely woman. And I'm gonna be honest, she doesn't deserve a man like me. She deserves better. Because I'm a man that is not willing to be monogamous at this point in my life. Just being honest with you. I just don't want to, and I don't have to. And I don't care if people criticize me, judge me, and all you said, whatever. And you know, women, whatever you say about a man that's not willing to be monogamous, you must say, I never be. But it's all, I'm gonna tell you something, women, it's always a woman that's okay with it. Always. I understand that you're not okay with it, and that's okay. But it's always a woman that is. Remember that. And I share that because I want men to be honest with themselves, you know, because so many men just lie. It's insane. I mean, men, they just lie blankly to women. I mean, I see it, obviously. You, know, you see couples, you be like, oh, yeah, this is a perfect man if you just knew. If she just knew. Me, I just choose to tell women how it is. And another thing with women, I don't really usually give women second chances. So if you blow it, you're pretty much done with me. And it's just how it is. Like, I'm a tough, I'm a tough cookie. But let me tell you something. If you ever get the opportunity for me to date you, to be with you I'm going to give you an experience that you can't even dream about you, you won't let me tell you something I give women experiences that you see on the movies you know those movies that you watch that are fictional and fake well I make that shit real in real life it is what it is and I already know that not even 1% of men are going to be like this. And it's going to be very difficult to find a man like this in the first place. So this is the reason why I have high standards and expectations for women. Very high. And um, if you violate, you got to go. I mean, it doesn't mean I don't love you. I still love you. Care about you. You know, I'm there for you if you need me. You know, I'm a nice man. Because I'm not with you, I don't want you to fail. But you can't use me, right? Don't take advantage of me. But yeah, but I, I just can't be with you. Okay? Sometimes women have a hard time with that. But um, 
what I say to you women that have a hard time with that. Think about men. Think about all the men that get rejected on a daily basis. It's men that get rejected every day, man, by women all the time. Rejection, rejection, rejection. They get played. It's men that get played every day. So women can't feel bad for you. Okay. Because, um, yeah, there's plenty of men that are getting played, unfortunately. And I don't need you to psychoanalyze me, black American goddess. I don't need women. Don't try to tell me, well, you just, you this, this. I'm just, just, this is my truth. So just leave me alone. Just listen. Okay, I'm just giving you the unfiltered version of me. It is what it is. Like I tell you before, you either going to love me or fucking hate me. If you hate me, stop listening to me. Unfollow me. Block me. It's okay. Still love you. Right? That's all you got to do. You don't need to comment. You don't need to be critical or criticize or say what you think I am or you say what you think I need. I don't need your advice. Like, I love all of you, but I don't need your advice. Your advice is not necessary because my life is perfect. Remember that. What's next? Any more questions for me here? Um, let me see here. Hey, Wes, why is Herman your best friend when he's not a millionaire like you? He probably make high six figures, but not millionaire a month. Like, well, how do you know he's not making a million dollars? Do you know Herman personally? You don't know him. All right. You have no clue. You don't know this man. Okay. He's my best friend. Because he's a great man. He reminds me of myself as it relates to he's a giver. He's he's a compassionate man. He's he's genuine. And it's very difficult to find genuine people. Just very genuine. You know, I can go and explain that word to you, but you can go look it up. But um, he's a phenomenal man, 100%. And honestly, he's the type of man that a woman should marry. Marry him. He's a good man. He's a great man. You know, respectable, very successful, and he cares. He can be emotional at times, but he's a good person. And I like hanging with good people. Make sense? That I have my best interest in mind. Right? Because you got to think about it, man. I'm worth a ton of money. So I can't be around people that don't have my best interest in mind. And I can't ever think that you're being disloyal. Like, I can't think that way. If I think that way, I can't deal with you. That's why I can't deal with a woman that's a liar. Like, certain things you just can't lie about. Certain things. I can't be thinking about the trust as it relates to a woman or a man or anybody that's in my life. I can't be thinking that way. Like Ariella, I know she's loyal. I know I trust. I don't even question it at all. Period. Never. Never will. Make sense? <laughs> because it's the type of person she is. 
And even if she was screwing me or doing this, I wouldn't know. And But would I find out? Absolutely. Right? It would be very disheartening. But um, I'm a pretty good judgment of character. And I like people that are close to me to be loyal and to be genuine. And tell me like it is. Like, you don't need to be around me and just be a sycophant. I don't need nobody to kiss my ass at all. Tell me like it is. Herman, he'll tell me exactly like it is. If I'm wrong about something, he'll tell me. Ariel, if I'm wrong about something, she'll tell me too. Right? I'm not looking for someone to kiss my ass. Not at all. But I am looking for people who are loyal. People that are loyal with me, I give them anything. Whatever they want, I give it to them. 100%. Just tell me the truth. That's all I want. Just tell me what it is. Don't bullshit me. Because let me tell you something. I'm the best bullshit on the planet if I want to be. I came from that life, right? When I was in my 20s, I was a good bullshitter. I can just play on words. I know how to communicate very well. I know how to manipulate people until how I... Like, I know how to do other stuff, right? So it's very difficult to bullshit me because I'm the best. But now at this point in my life, I don't need to bullshit with people. I keep it real. And if I'm bullshitting you, I'm going to tell you to your face that I am. That's how confident I am if I am bullshitting you. I'm going to tell you what it is. And you either accept it or you don't. See, that's another attribute of the warrior mindset. One thing I love about you, Wesley, is that you are very blunt. Of course, I'm blunt. I'm very direct. Because I don't see why I shouldn't be. It makes life easier. See, I don't have to... Lay in my bed thinking and being guilty about something. I don't, I'm not guilty about anything. I'm not laying in my bed thinking about all the wrong things I've done and all the people I've manipulated in a unethical way. Nah, I sleep like a baby. Because I tell you like it is. <clears throat> and I'm not afraid of the stones and the rocks that people blow at me. I mean, throw at me. I catch them. You throw a rock at me, I'm going to catch it. No problem. Hey, Gabby, how are you? Let me see here. Um, how do you define Oprah in one word? Oprah? You mean Oprah Winfrey? Or opera? I'm confused, Anderson. How do you deal with day-to-day stress? I don't, Jay, because I'm not stressed out. Yeah, I know. Listen, see, this is the reason why I have these rants, because you probably never met, never met a man that's not stressed I'm too blessed to be stressed. I, I get it. You know, I know that's just a overused phrase, but it's just too truth. Like, I'm too rich to be stressed out. What don't be stressed out about? I got seven beautiful cars that I can drive, and I stay in this beautiful penthouse, have an awesome chef that cooks me the most delicious food I've ever eaten in my life. Are you kidding me? What am I, I got Lupe. Just pay my bills and pay my taxes and... She do everything for me. What, do, what am I going to be stressed about? And if I do get stressed, I, I just remember I'm blessed. Honestly, I don't get stressed. I don't, I can't, it's almost impossible. You know, if I'm, if I'm ever stressed, it's probably from a person. And if a person, if I'm allowing a person to stress me out, she got it, they got to go. Either he or she, whatever. <sighs> What's next?
I'll get married after I make a billion. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, Nessa. Hey, J. Rome. How are you? When I meditate, can I sit on a chair without a back? Yes. How did you find Lupe, Wes? Lupe found me. It was in the elevator of my previous apartment. And the reason why I had to hire her because I just fired my previous maid housekeeper because she stole money from me. She wrote a check. And by the way, I was calm about that. You know, I didn't go crazy. I was like, wow. Mm. This woman wrote a check. Like she took one of my checks. She wrote it out to her daughter, signed it, cashed it, 500 bucks. And she got caught. One thing about me, folks, I always catch, like, it's almost nothing that a person can do that I don't catch. Even for my children, it's like I always find out if they do something wrong. You know, it always comes back. Or a woman or a man, anybody, I don't know. Uh, it's just, I guess it's just my power, man. I always find out. And it was disheartening that she stole, but I was calm about it. And I just fired her. Done. I said I could send you to jail if I wanted to and press charges, but I'm not going to do that. Because you got a lovely daughter and you got to take care of your daughters. And it's not their fault for their mother to go to jail because she was being stupid. So I just let her go. And I was in the elevator one day. And I met this beautiful lady by the name of Lupe. Her email address is called cleaningtopraise.com. She is a godly woman. She reminds me every day. She's a prayer warrior. She's a devout Christian. And she loves Wesley Virgin. I mean, it's nothing that this woman won't do for me. And I, and I appreciate and I love her for that. So that's how I found her. So Oprah Winfrey, well, how would I... Describe her in one word, grateful. That woman is always grateful, man. Honestly, she's just, she's remarkable. I love Oprah Winfrey. I've never met her, but I will meet her. We'll meet each other. She's going to reach out to me. She's going to like, Wesley Virgin, this is Oprah Winfrey. I'm going to say, how are you? So what took you so long? Oh, yeah. So um, she's, when I think about her, I just think about gratitude, man. She's just very grateful. She's a manifester as well. She manifests her dreams. <laughs> oh, you so funny, next gen. Wes, your straightforwardness, wisdom, and these rents gives me belief that I will make money online and I will. Yeah, you will, man. Just don't give up. Just don't stop. Just keep going until you figure it out. Was she hot? Who, my maid? <laughs> no. The maid before Lupe? No, she was not hot. I don't mix business with pleasure. Which means I don't sleep with my staff. Never have, never will. Um, what's next here? The realness is so refreshing. Gotta respect it. But thank you, Samara. Thank you. 
man, don't worry, folks. If, I, if I'm never not real, I'll let you know. I'm going to say, hey, folks, I'm not being real. I'm lying to you right now. I'll let you know. Because I'm not, in the words of, uh, what's his name that died? Comedian? Um, what's that comedian that died? Bernie Mac. In the words of Bernie Mac, I'm not scared of you motherfuckers. Make sense? I'm not scared of you. I'm not, I'm not scared of any of you. I could be on a stage of five, ten thousand people that can boo me all they want. I don't care. I'm like, okay. And I just walk off and live my life, get on my jet. Done deal. So it's like, you know, <clears throat> and that's how you have to approach life. Don't be afraid of people. Afraid of the thoughts and how they're going to make you feel. You may feel a certain way, but that feel don't have to last forever. You know, you may feel nervous, shy, shamed. Even I may feel ashamed or shy. I don't know. You know, I doubt it, but whatever. Just get over it. It's not a big deal. What's next? Um, no, nah, it was um, Bernie Mac. God rest his soul. I mean, you probably let her slide because she was hot. Absolutely not. Listen, I don't care how hot you are. If you steal from me, you better be lucky if I don't put that ass in jail. Because I don't play. I'll Charleston White that ass. Right? Yeah, you guys know who Charleston White is, right? <laughs> that guy is funny. But he's doing the good things, putting people in jail. The people that need to be in jail need to be in jail. So, uh, no, I don't care how the woman is. She's still, really? Absolutely. Hey, uh, Alicia, how are you? Any more questions for him before I let you go? Questions for me. Wesley, what's the most advanced book <laughs> you've ever read on as it pertains to manifestation? So, when you say advanced, what do you mean by that? So you have to ask people questions because, you know, people's minds on how they think about a question or a word may be different on how I think about it. Because advanced could be overly complex as mean, mean, maybe it's a complex read such as um, the collective unconscious, the personal psyche, right? These are very advanced reads, but you won't understand it. I mean, until you read it a thousand times, honestly. So what do you mean by advanced? Let me see here. Wesley, what? Oh, okay. Questions for me. Before I let you go, that was done to get yawn. Now I'm super relaxed. I'm in the alpha. Alpha state, that is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I guess I'll go ahead and let you go. Make sure you listen to this live again. Listen to it again. Listen to it again. Repetition is the mother of skill. Never forget that. Repetition is the mother of skill. Listen to it over and over and over again. Like all my rants, all my podcasts that are, you can just find, if you search Google, Wesley Billion Dollar Version Podcast, it's there. Like just listen to it for a year, every day. Like, consume your mind. Many of you, you want to pick my brain and 
you want to think the way that I think, well, just listen to the podcast, right? Eventually, you will not only think the way I think, you will speak the way I speak. You will react the way that I react, and you will make decisions, life decisions, the way that I do it. Is it better to meditate in a dark space? In the, in, in the dark, in the day while I meditate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Advanced. Diving deep into the understanding, the subconscious and collective unconscious. Yeah, so read the book, um, The Power of the, of the Subconscious by Joseph Murphy. That's all you need about the subconscious mind. It's a great book. Read it plenty of times. Plenty. Gene Campbell, how are you? All right, folks. Good night. I love you. Say it back if you don't mind. But I do love you. And I will continue to do this. Tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Well, tomorrow's today, which is Thursday. I should be here. I will be. I got to work, though. Got a lot of work to do. But much love. I'll see you at the top. Lego.